episode of the Hooligans Pitch. As always, it's your boys, Michael and Chad, coming at you live. Hey. What's up, Chad? You know, um, it's a stormy day. Oh, so... I heard y'all getting some rain. <laughs> yeah, rain, gusts of 40 miles an hour, you know, um, light work as far as maybe the snowstorms you get. but well, uh... <laughs> No, it's mid-60s here today. Oh, nice Sunshine. summer day for you. My window you. was open. <laughs> It's a big day over here. But, but... Uh, yeah, I'm good. It's just stormy, windy, you know. Yeah. Winter in California. You're on like the second winter now. I've seen the list of, mm-hmm. of the seasonal yeah. changes, and I know where you're at. I've been there. I've seen it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, let's get this thing going. What you what you having to drink? Um, You know, I'm sticking with water uh, for right now. Right there with you. You know, yeah, in solidarity with you. So yeah. it's the last day of dry January. Um, there you go. I will be going to Sam's Club tomorrow to stock up. Still have some two house in the <laughs> fridge, but um, I think I'm gonna probably save them for the Super Bowl. Um, Ooh, okay, exciting! Yeah. I know, other other side of the football, go Niners. That was a great, great fun match. That was probably one of the, like the match of the year. If if mm-hmm. uh, anyone caught it, I had a great time watching that. I actually felt pretty bad the first half. To uh, fair. The, to the point where I was, start. I was already kind of deciding what I was going to do in two weeks on Super Bowl Sunday, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, I got to rethink my whole plan here. But um, yeah, that was kind of the highlight of the weekend because we got some pretty unfortunate news for for I would say <laughs> not just Liverpool fans, but I think all fans of football that mm-hmm. that Jurgen Klopp is now um, going to be out of a job by by May um, unless we yeah. make it to uh, the end of the Europa Finals, but that came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely caught me off guard. Like, I, I don't think anyone saw it coming, right? No, there's no you way. You know, if if anyone was wondering or thinking of, like, what big manager would leave next, I think everyone kind of had, like, Pep down as next. Because, like, sure. been there a long time, won a lot. You know, the, the, the Man City project is more or less fine now. You can, you know pick him out and throw someone else in and it'll probably be okay. So I think everyone would have been prepared if Pep came out and said that, but for Klopp to drop the bomb was, I mean, I, I wrote, woke up and like saw the notifications from it and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was reading. <laughs> At first, when I saw the video, cause I, I think it was pretty early when I saw it and I had, mm-hmm. I had the video like on Instagram, but it was muted cause I think Kristen was sleeping and I was looking, mm. I was like, is this a deep fake? <laughs> And I was like, I was like, that's so weird. And, and it had the subtitles. I, I I couldn't hear anything. And then someone posted in our Instagram group, and I was like, wow. I was like, I think this is actually real. And then I went back and listened to the video. I was like, oh, I was like, this is definitely real. Um, yeah. And you know, it basically says he's he's kind of running out of energy. Um, he's done everything he he's wanted to accomplish in England, and and kind of I think as a coach. Not saying he won't coach again, but it definitely was yeah. kind of leaning that way. Um, at least that was the vibes I got, you know, the rumor mm-hmm. is he could maybe do it for the national team, which I don't know. I don't know if it doesn't seem like the national team type of coach to me. Like, I think he wants mm-hmm. to be in front of fans all the time. That's just the type of vibe he's always given off. Um, and to only do that in, in certain situations, you know, every major tournament just seems so not Klopp like, um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he, Certainly leaves the management door open, but I think probably just based on like where he is now, um, I guess emotionally and mentally is like 
he seems kind of done. Um, well, in that interview, he seemed he seemed definitely mentally just like I'm preparing for these last couple months. But on the field, you would never know it. No, yeah, and that's what I was thinking when I watched the video. I was like, okay, so he knew and told like Liverpool owners and stuff in November, and I was like trying to think back of games since then. And nothing stood out to me no in my way. memory of like him even looking off the slightest bit. <laughs> if anything, I was like, we got another run at this thing. This is like, yeah, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the next chapter of Klopp. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I think, I think it, it's good for him to, you know, if he made this announcement like last season and like. Liverpool last season is like the one he goes out on. I think that probably would have not only sucked as fans because it, it would have been much more um, tumultuous, you know, changeover. <laughs> I'm sure I think it would have been um, kind of ugly because who knows what yeah. summer signings would have happened. And well, yeah, and... yeah. So I, I think he his next chapter might have just been like making sure I don't leave Liverpool like completely screwed like like last year was looking right like mm-hmm. so to come back this year and um you know get the team kind of back in shape and back competing at the top i think is like maybe what kind of allowed himself to remove himself from the team you know yeah. moving forward um which is good it good to 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 realize as you know a a, a coach or athlete in these high pressure high profile teams um you know i just always think back to like arson wenger like there for 22 years like this big long you know history with arsenal um and you know years removed from it now is like probably stayed a few years too long Mm -hmm. right like um you know his his time and and vision and um drive maybe started to to wane a little bit in those those final years um and then even even in like interviews and his autobiography since leaving he has made statements about like more or less regretting giving like so much time to the football and and the club and the training over the years and like neglecting family and just like personal life and everything so um you know for for Klopp to kind of realize this himself and and early enough um I think it's good. You know, it, it sucks for, for Liverpool, for the fans, team, everyone, um, and, you know, certainly Premier League fans as well. Like, I mean, how long have we had, you know, the Klopp and Pep, like, go back and forth battle? It's, as a neutral, it has been so exciting to watch, let alone, you know, being a fan in that fan base. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to miss him. I like his antics. I know a lot of people get fed up about it, but, like, I want that energy on the sidelines and like, come on. It's exciting rather than just sitting there and doing a golf clap every now and then, or not even celebrating a little bit when your team scores. Yeah. Um, You know, he's got to go down as one of the top managers in the EPL, put him up there Mm -hmm. with Wenger and Fergie Mourinho. He's one of those guys. Um, He's leaving on a high, which, which, you know, only a couple managers, I think in just Europe have really done that. Um, Zidane is being one of them. And he was, you know, just the Champions League master. Um, yeah. Ferguson, another one, but Ferguson left Man U in, in the situation they're pretty much in now because he burned yeah. all of his resources in his last year there, and we're see, we're still seeing that them recover 10 years later. So mm-hmm. for Klopp to go out 
on possibly a championship. I mean, we're still the favorites at this yeah. moment. Um, you know, this, this might've given everyone a little extra motivation to, mm-hmm. to push harder, um, to, to, to fight on against city and against Arsenal and, and, and make sure that if we're going to, if he's going out this year, let's, let's give it all we got. So he leaves Liverpool in, in tremendous shape. I really mm-hmm. hope we can make this next manager that come, that comes in, um, the right fit and there's a couple on my list but it you know i these rumors are gonna fly everywhere so it, it's really oh my it, gosh, it, it's, yeah. it's so early to even like really think about it i i, I as a fan i just want to focus on each game one at a time um yeah. and you know hell maybe if we win the league and Klopp's up there talking and he's going you know it's been a wonderful season it's been a great group of guys and he he he's looking around and he goes i'm not leaving <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. That's that's what I want, Chad. Like deep down, if he did that, how fucking epic would that be? <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. So I'm being really hopeful. I fully expect yeah. him to retire from Liverpool, but damn, it would be yeah. cool. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, could you imagine the the story to to tell? There, it would just be incredible. Like. <laughs> Saying, man. And and you know, the the football gets like so tactical and like minute in these details. So then, if Klopp just big big brains is like, well, I'm just gonna say I'm leaving, energize the team and like motivate them, and then at the end, we did it. I fucking stay in. Like <laughs> they're gonna need a SWAT team to take me out of here. <laughs> uh, I doubt it, but it would be cool. Yeah. It would be really uh, yeah, neat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a couple stats for uh, for you. He mm-hmm. he won Premier League nineteen twenty, FA Cup twenty one twenty two, Caribou Cup twenty one twenty two, Community Shield twenty twenty two, uh, Champions League eighteen nineteen, Super Cup twenty nineteen, Club World Cup twenty nineteen, two hundred eighty three wins, one hundred five losses, seventy eight drawn matches, win percentage of sixty percent. Um, brought Liverpool. He averages eighty point five points a season. Uh, prior to him, the previous five years, they were averaging 60. So huge jump Damn. right there. We had yeah. multiple seasons finishing almost with 100 points, um, mm-hmm. only losing out to City by one or two points in those seasons. So um, for me, I kind of only know Klopp Liverpool. It's a weird thing to like yeah. to think about. Um, you know, we, we had Brennan Rodgers and, and Rafa Benitez for short little stints, but... I think I think Klopp hooked me way more than those other guys, and of course I was mm-hmm. a fan, and I was up, you know, watching the early the early games with Sterling and Coutinho. I mean, Coutinho signing was ten years ago, so like, yeah, and, and, and Klopp was there like a year <laughs> after that. So it's it's just fascinating to see. I was going to ask you, what's your first, or like, maybe not your first, but your best memory of Klopp? Like, what do you what do you what comes to um... mind? <laughs> I mean, one memory I have is like. Before he came to Liverpool, it was clear his time at Dortmund was coming to an end. And it was also around the time that, um, you know, Arsene Wenger was kind of coming to his end. Mm. So I remember kind of thinking, like, that Klopp guy looks pretty good. So, like, I, I wouldn't be mad if he came in to take over. And then I remember, you know, him going to Liverpool, obviously. And, and inside, I was like, that one stung a little bit. I thought he would have been a nice fit. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, he probably would have been a nice fit anyway. Like, I think wherever he goes, he will find that success and make it. Um, but, I mean, since he's been at Liverpool, 
I think just I just love his energy, right? Dude, like he's like the perfect fit. Yeah, like and, and I think I think that's what might make finding a replacement really difficult. Because <laughs> um, tactically, you can you can there's a huge assortment of managers that you know have the right tactics or similar enough or you know can can build the team right um but Klopp's created such a connection between like him players club fans like you see him at the end of every win when he's going up to the cop and doing his fist bumps and stuff and you know really yeah getting getting with the fans and uh I feel like Liverpool needs to bring someone in who will I don't think reach that level of energy but at least want to have that connection with the fans I don't think you can go uh, you know, a, uh, I don't know, a, a, I don't, I don't have an a, a Roy Hodgson. example. <laughs> yeah, I guess Roy Hodgson, right? Where it's just like, he's just there to manage the team and like, that's it. Like, I just, I don't think Liverpool's built that way anymore. It, it has to be a more, uh, communal like For experience sure. now. You're um, part of the fans. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, I, I would hope they're kind of taking that into account and they probably are because um, I mean, you even see it with Arteta and Arsenal, like getting the fans really into the team and, and having that connection just like not only makes the wins better, but makes the tough periods better too, because it's like they, the players do have the fans to, to fall back on and kind of support them. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I have like the list down of like names have been thrown out there. I don't know. No one has jumped out yet as like that's who they should go for necessarily. And the ones the ones that are being rumored are if like you look at it, it's like why would they go to Liverpool right now cuz they're having so much so much success. And I don't want to name drop mm-hmm. because it's too much to talk yeah. about. It's too fresh. Um I would prefer it to be possibly a former player who the fans already love. Uh, Gerard. We'll coin toss that one, and you might be right, you might be wrong. Uh, we won't get into that just yet. But I think that helps with the fans right away because there's, yeah, already, there's sure. already a relationship there. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It's got to be a good fit, and it, it can't be one of these guys who comes in for a year or two, um, mm. like a Conte or a Mourinho or a – yeah. Um, even the Benitez, like if Rafa Benitez is like, I'll do it again. I'm like, no, like, no, we already did this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want a guy who's going to be there for, you know, nine plus years like Klopp. Cause that's how, that's how you build a dynasty. And even though we missed out on a couple championships, like this team's going to go down as one of the greatest premier league teams for a stretch of years. Um, yeah. So, and, and, and like 18, 19 and 21, 22, you finish one point behind man city. Like, Cheaters. And yeah, that that could get scrubbed, right? Depending how their their case goes, but um, you know, so yeah, this team was highly successful, one of the the best in in recent Premier League history. Um, and like those seasons alone would be enough if I was Klopp to be like, yeah, I spent a ton of energy getting this team to score almost a hundred points, and it wasn't good enough, like that's got to take a lot out of you and you know to keep coming back after that says a lot about Klopp and, and his drive um 
so yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they go. I do think it's kind of a good time to to for someone to come in, right? Like the team found that stability after last season. Um, you know, Sala and Virgil kind of not aging out, but getting there. Yep. Um, while the rest of the squad is like fairly young and sure. and has been together for some of them a few years now. Um, so if you're bringing someone in new, it's it's not a, too bad of a time to do it as long as their tactics aren't wildly different. Like, <laughs> yep. I think it should be a, a fingers crossed a seamless uh, transition in the, in the new management. But yeah, and I do hope those vets stick around too because mm-hmm. you know in the past. I was pretty content with Salah leaving this summer just because, like, well, we Klopp can find someone and turn him into something. Yeah. I mean, he did that with most of his signings. I mean, how many of his signings came in there and exceeded the expectations that were given I from mean, Salah to Mane to Firmino to yeah. even though Virgil and Alisson were great players already, like, they just kept going up and everyone's yeah. value just kept climbing. So um, with Klopp not there and a new guy coming in trying to fit into the system, uh, that makes it a little bit more risky in my mind. So if we Mm -hmm. can have one more year with this team right now um, with a new manager, I think that would do us wonders just to make sure the culture is still there. Um, Cause that, that can go a long way. You bring in some new faces and a new manager and all of a sudden Nunez is off the wall again, (laughs) or like just doing (laughs) stuff and then everyone's getting fed up with it. Like that's, that's not, what we want. We don't want to go backwards. We need to stay up here and, yeah. and, and continue the success. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's the clop talk. <laughs> Painful, but, uh, yeah. it, had, it had to be done. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it, it was going to hurt whether it was end of contract or not, but I think having him, you know, sign on a new contract somewhat recently and then dropping this was like, I mean, more of a shock, I guess, but um, yeah, it was coming at some point. But <laughs> that contract he did too was was mostly beneficial for the assistant coaches. He got all of them a pretty big raise while his salary hmm. stayed the same. Uh, he got them each like two million dollars more or something. It was crazy. Damn, okay. Um, so so he did he did good work there. Um, so maybe he knew like this was going to be their one last payday with him. Yeah. So, but yeah, we we still got how many more weeks? Uh, 16 more weeks to go, 16 yeah. more match days. So a lot can happen. Europa's still there. Plus Europa, um, yeah. yeah, and FA and Caribou. So mm-hmm. I mean, we're mm-hmm. we're alive in a lot of competitions. So oh yeah, we, yeah. Need to, we need to finish them out. Still plenty of of Liverpool, Klopp domination to happen. <laughs> add to the cabinet. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, should we jump into EPL? Yeah. Let's get into it. Oh, let's get into it. Let's talk Arsenal and, and Forest here, Chad. Um, y'all look good for eighty-five percent of that game, and then there was just that little window, that little window <laughs> where I was like, "Is Forest gonna do something here?" Yeah. Um, Walk me through it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Overall, game is you know Forests. I, I found. I don't want to say the wrong thing again. <laughs> But that someone posted a stat of like how deep uh, Forest players like average position was, and like it was, they were basically just sitting in their box almost the whole game, right? Like, so it was hard to break down for Arsenal, and um, to be expected, I guess. Um, you know, it it, it was going to take something 
Maybe not all too special, but at least a little bit more clinical than than Arsenal shooting was. Um, you know, they, they got some good shots off, but a lot went wide, a lot got blocked. Um, just the same same shooting issues that Arsenal's been having all season, basically. <laughs> Soccer shot was nice, though. Weak foot, mm-hmm. cross yeah. It's like, he needs to do that more, man. I don't think he trusts his right foot enough. Yeah, which is kind of weird because we've seen him do those like really strong near post right foot shots um, a handful of times, and like more often than not, they're going in or at least you know getting deflected for a mm-hmm. corner or back into the the six yard box. Um, so I don't know. I think it's it's still maybe a little bit of the Arteta tactics to, that he wants him Martinelli to stay so wide, so then. Saka doesn't get to come in too much, but um, this game, I think he was coming in more often, or at least like starting a little more um, inside. So maybe they're tweaking some things, still figuring it out. Um, but yeah, you know, he looked good when he could get on the ball. Um, Jesus, man, works so hard for the team, does a lot, but his finishing is just like not exactly where we needed to be if he's gonna be the striker right i think that's what city saw too i mean it's just that yeah it's just not clinical enough that should have been known coming into it right since Mm -hmm. arteta worked with him um so i was kind of hoping when all the like striker talk was coming out and i was like oh is arsenal gonna go in for tony or or you know splash the cash somewhere else for another striker i was hoping that would kind of Remotivate Jesus to to really find his finishing, but uh, I don't know. He there's a one or two good chances in this game where he he missed it um, or they got blocked that um, you know a more potent striker I think would have put away. Yeah, and I you know the goal he got that was kind of Turner's, <laughs> Turner's bad. There. That's that's Matty T being a gooner right there. He said, "Look, you guys struggling. Let me help you out." Dude, he was. <laughs> Matt doesn't trust his team at all. And I think, no. I think, and I'll blame him for it, but I just think you throw a different set of defenders out there and he's going to play that so differently. Um, yeah. And I understand why you need to criticize him, but I mean, what has Forrest done to help him out? It, 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 and again, he doesn't help them out. It, it, it goes both ways. It really does. Sure, yeah. But when poor defending is in front of you, poor keeping is going to happen as well. It's more oh, so, yeah. it's more so his outlets, when he's making passes outside and on the attack side, he, he looks just lacks confidence, but for the most part, I mean, his stop, his shot stopping has always been, you know, fairly decent. His position has Mm -hmm. been fine. Um, he's getting shots all over the place. So he, he, you know, throw him back and put him in Liverpool's squad. And and I'm sure he plays completely different. And honestly, he probably is playing way more confident because he knows he has some competent players in front of him. Um, and you know, no against no no offense against Forrest here, but they're they're starting a pretty inexperienced defense. Half their squad was in Afcon. I mean, so yeah. so much turnover is going on there. So I don't know, man. I I hope he keeps his job, but Nuno he might do something to shake things up there, and it wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, um, I think I'm I'm kind of hoping Turner can just kind of see out this season with them um i don't know that he really should look to stay at forest like i think uh nuno will probably help forest get like a solidified 11 
<laughs> as opposed to like the the round table of players that come in to that that starting eleven um, in this season and and last, I guess. But um, I think Turner would just benefit more from like that stability in front of him, whether the players are are great or not. It's just having that relationship with like knowing how that player is going to defend this situation and where he's going to be. Because mm-hmm. um, it just feels like right now Turner Turner feels like he has to defend the whole goal right he doesn't have anyone like a defender covering covering that near post or something so he can worry about the other side like um yeah i i I don't know like (laughs) force is a weird one especially now with geo reyna having just signed there like the uh i i like getting reyna in the premier league but at forest i don't know if that's the move that the usa needs (laughs) Yeah, I, it's interesting. I, I feel like Dortmund was a good spot for him, and and maybe with mm-hmm. Sancho coming in there, it it made them want to ship him else uh, elsewhere. Because um, as far as I know, Reddit's telling me Sancho is a godsend, and and Man United <laughs> is the worst club uh, to exist. Yeah. Um, and I did see a couple highlights. I'm like, he looks mm-hmm. way different on the ball, but also I'm like, are who's in front of him? Who who's going? Who's yeah. attacking him? Who's defending him? Um, you know, confidence does make a big difference there, but I'm excited to see Gio. I think it'll be, you know, we don't get to watch Bundesliga often. Um, and, and when we do get to see those German teams, it's in the champions league. So am I excited to see Reina? Sure. Absolutely. Do I understand why Forrest made this transfer? No, not at all. (laughs) So (laughs) that's, that's kind of where we're at with that one. Uh, Yeah. It smells desperate. It smells like a Weston McKinney, type of loan mm-hmm. here uh in hopes they stay up so you know Leeds mm-hmm. made that transfer last year did not work out no, um, no. and it also didn't make Weston look great but then Weston goes back to Italy and he's like <laughs> player of the team so yeah <laughs> I don't know man it's, it's an interesting one yeah um I mean my only hope for for Gio really is that you know Dortmund's more often than not was um in like somewhat control of matches, right? And and when he would get on the ball, he would have time to kind of make decisions and and find the right pass. Whereas on Forest and in the Premier League, he's just not going to have that time. Mm-hmm. So ideally, it'll it'll make his decision making quicker, and um, you know because of that, will translate into the national team and and help help in that sense um or he's just going to flounder and not be able to deal with the added pressure and, and less time on the ball and you know then 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 what geo is is <laughs> not already on the weird like outskirts of the usa team and there's the drama with bearhalter and all, all that and uh you know if, if he can't perform at forest and um looks worse for him for sure <laughs> yeah yeah they play Bournemouth this weekend Forrest does so I'm hoping that will be a good uh ease a good transition yeah um see I'll be watching that one I hope he plays I hope he I hope he gets in I assume he will you don't make a signing like Probably. that and not get him in kind of immediately so yeah uh, that'll be one on my end yeah um but anyway um back to the Arsenal game <laughs> yeah um yeah, that, that soccer goal, like, I get the turnover was pretty high up the field, but it's that fast counter that I think Arsenal's been missing for most of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we, that's kind of what the play was last season, right? Like, 
yes, build up, but also be quick on the counters. And this season it's been just win the ball high up, but still like slow build and work and find the right intricate pass. Um, but here, yeah, you saw, you know, ball comes to Arsenal, pass it out quickly to Jesus. Saka's running down the opposite wing, cross it over, um, and, you know, Saka puts it away. And I think that's what Arsenal need to use more of. Um, you know, if if Arteta wants to always have this control and domination, like, obviously, you have to keep the ball more, so you can't really play the fast counter all the time. But I think you do need to still allow for that situation to happen sometimes because you got the players to do it. Yeah. They look pretty comfortable doing it, so yeah, they look Just, pretty good doing it. Yeah, so uh, I, I hope that's maybe a sign of Arteta realizing that or like loosening the, the reins a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah, like got to find 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 a way to score more. We're just getting shots off and going wide, but it's because we're also looking for like the perfect window for these shots and. It's hard to come by in the Premier League. Well, you <laughs> you got, don't get that time. Yeah, so. I mean, you got five against Palace last week, so yeah, you're you're, you're trending upwards. Um, yeah, certainly. I hope it squashes in a couple days, as as <laughs> as we look to take each other on again. Yeah, um, excited for that one, Chad. I think I think that's going to mm-hmm. be uh, obviously the match of the week, Sunday at ten thirty my time, eight thirty years. Another rematch. We've had some battles in the last couple of years, and yeah. and um, if y'all win that one, though, that makes that makes the title race just a little bit more interesting. Because I think by that point yeah. you'll, be, you'll be two away from the top, and City mm-hmm. could have the chance to pass us. Correct me if I'm wrong, because City um, City's still a game down, but I think they make that yeah. up. they'll make it up by next week. Yeah, so if City and Arsenal win at the weekends, um, they're both at 49 points, Liverpool on 51. Right. And then, yeah, City has their game in hand still. So, Yikes. It gets That's a little hairy. Yikes. But, uh, <laughs> look, we need someone to do a job against City. We, we can't just... band together, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody do us a solid. <laughs> For real, just like, take one game off them. Somebody, one game. Just, that's it. That's all we want. <laughs> is, is it that hard? Yes. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, you go down that list of games for say we're jumping around a little bit, but you go down that list for City, man. It's like, mm-hmm. who are they gonna lose to? Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, Brentford at home. I feel like could be this weird. Tony. Ivan Tony's back, oh, Brentford yeah. home. Yeah, it, something might happen. I don't know. Or it's wishful thinking, I guess. But um, I want to say that there's there's a chance Brentford could at least get a draw out of that game. A draw Damn, still helps. That's, that's hopeful, Chad. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to disagree a little bit just because of the way they played uh, today. <laughs> Look, that was Brentford away. <laughs> This is Brentford at home. Oh, that's that's <laughs> the difference. Okay, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Um, I mean, if they bring the antics, man, if they if they play a little mm-hmm. shithousery and and can get Holland up, you know, yeah, pick on KDB a little bit. I mean, gotta do something. It's just we can't let them go on this 
you know, unbeaten run for the last 16 weeks of the of the league. Like, <laughs> dude, it's inevitable. I know, but that's that's how they sneak by with one point at the end, right? They they flounder throughout the first half of the season. They say, "All right, let's get to it," and just just find a way through. <laughs> Their last loss against Ashton Villa, and Ashton Villa doesn't look like the same team they did then. Holy moly, falling apart at the same. All right, we're jumping around quick. Got any more about Arsenal for us? Because we we got some ADHD here to go around. I know. Um, Saliba should have defended the ball better for for the goal. But that's it. Yeah. (laughs) But again, that was like kind of your one. Yeah. Your really one low point. Everything else Mm -hmm. was pretty much squared away. I I, I didn't expect you guys to really struggle with that one. Um. Yeah, good luck for us. That's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's 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 jump to Castle and Villa really quick because I think I think we, of course, we were. I was so high on Villa this year. We can still mm-hmm. be high on them. They're still sitting, uh, you know, fifth in the table with Tottenham getting that win today to to, to even them out on the table. Same goal differential, uh, yeah. same amount of points. Wow. I think at this point, the only thing it's coming down to is. Uh, goals scored so Tottenham's up by three there that's what's the, mm-hmm. the the deciding factor and and Villa man they're just not scoring they just they just stop their attack is yeah weak so I don't weak. really know what happened like you still got Watkins out there um I mean I know Bailey didn't start this game but um you know he's uh who'd they have instead I forget his name Diaby. um Diaby yeah I mean he looked good and and should have uh, been able to produce something between those two alone but like even beyond that the rest of the team is pretty much the same that was flying high you still got McGinn behind them you know um Louise like I don't know what happened to them they just kind of hit this this winter period and I don't know. Lost their their drive a little bit or something, or you know, after the the City and uh, and Arsenal games, they kind of I think started to flounder a little bit. They're saying that that you know I was kind of doing a little bit of Reddit digging, and you know they say Emery's the the champion of cups and tournaments for a reason, and and not in league. And I'm like, that's pretty mm-hmm. accurate. Those Sevilla teams would sneak by into into Europa, and yeah. of course win it, and. Um, you know, I think maybe Emery treated the first half like a cup, went all out, did everything he could to get to what second? I think I don't know if or I think they were joined um, at one point for top. I think so, yeah. Um, for a half day or whatever it was, and then yeah. and then have quickly fallen. Um, but goal scoring was there. You know, they were just so potent in the box; they were charging down the field. And now, man, I mean, to lose to Castle three one, I understand they were losing against you know, some, some tall defenders and they're scoring, but yeah, I, I worry for them. I, I, I would love for them to make top four, but at this rate, I, I don't want to be too hot takey, but I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just kind of looking back through their games now and, you know, most of them are multiple goals for Villa games. Like, yeah. Um, I think one, two, um yeah 
before um, the Man City and Arsenal games, which were 1-0 for Villa, um, in my quick little look, they only had two Premier League games that they won 1-0, and the rest were like 3-4. They put six past Brighton. Like <laughs> They were scoring these multiple goals a game and flying high. And then... <laughs> Then yeah, it just kind of floundered after after the Arsenal game. They I'm saying. they got past that was, that was their championship was being sitting in Arsenal. I guess and... maybe because they they got past Brentford the game after, but then they drew Sheffield. That game was that a... game was a shit show though, and I think I think they scored in the mm-hmm. last minute. Uh, uh, oh yeah, fifth. I think so. They got two seventy seven and eighty five, and that was mm. uh, it was. It, I remember Watkins barely got that in too. It was yeah, that was a lucky one for them. Yeah, but then yeah, you you go and you lose to United. You beat Burnley, but three two like th- that wasn't a good one either. Yeah, um, you know, draw Everton, um, and then here you are losing three one at home to yeah. to Newcastle. Um, yeah, and and honestly, I don't think Newcastle looked all that great. Like they they didn't look bad by any means, but I think Villa just nothing special. No, yeah, it, it it seemed like their defense is just. Uh, I mean, I think is that the first corner where like none of the defenders are watching the ball and everyone runs forward <laughs> and leaves like Char and maybe one defender and like maybe two other guys in the back and then yeah, Char gets onto the ball and it's an easy easy, easy hit and you know great for my fantasy team, but like as far as as Aston Villa. You can't have everyone just run forward blindly. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre, dude. That was bizarre. I, I can't explain it. I don't know what their bounce back is. I don't know yeah. when they're gonna do it. Um, maybe I guess they got Sheffield on the weekend, so that would be the one that maybe can kickstart it. But then you go on a pretty, yeah. tough, you go on a tougher stretch. Um, mm-hmm. United, Fulham. We'll see what Forrest can do. So, I mean, they're going to probably be on a little bit of a roller coaster here. And then I'm checking when they when they play City next. I'm like, maybe that'll be a little bit of a, I don't know. <laughs> We're back in the cup. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a rejuvenating uh, game. Uh, I guess not till April 3rd, which is mm, yeah. roughly, what, 10 games away. So that might be too late. Too late, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they... I think they did look better once uh, Bailey came on, so um, I'm not sure why he didn't start, if it was a fitness thing or, or what, but if he's going to be the, the key to you know just get that attack firing again, um, he, he's got he's to keep playing. He's got to stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Watkins, I know you've been eyeing the move in your fantasy team on him, and he keeps putting up some numbers, but like... He gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think with the way just the overall team has been playing, I think it, it's not a bad move to to move on from him. <laughs> There's a lot of other options on Villa that I can I can swoop mm-hmm. in later for. Um, I got my eyes on on others who I think sure, will yeah. produce. So that's that's yeah. that's the plan moving forward. Um, you did bring up Ashton Villa beating Brighton six nil. Um, does that mean much when Luton Town's beating Brighton four nil? Well, I mean, yeah, you talk about Villa flying high, and we're thinking highly of them. Whoa. Brighton's Brighton's the same thing, but they started their downfall earlier, I think. Whoa. And, and and Liverpool rumors with Deserby coming in, I'm like, mm, 
If this guy can't rejuvenate this Brighton team, I understand they're missing some key pieces right now. Mm. But, dude. But enough to play that poorly no. away at Luton? I don't think so. You still like, got you still got your dudes. Your dudes are there. That's what I'm saying. And I know like Matoma is a big miss, that's but like he's not. That's the one. Yeah, he he's he's not. You know the the piece that you were missing in this game that would have <laughs> made it all okay. Um, it it just they just looked so bad. Like Luton was all over him. All over him. <laughs> that was like just a classic Luton home game where they just said we're gonna go at you. Our fans mm-hmm. are behind us, and we're going to put away three before half. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I think Luton could do that against most teams. Like, weirdly, I think they could do mm-hmm. that against a lot of teams. Um, I think teams see it coming before it can actually really kickstart, but Brighton's mm-hmm. not a team uh, known for their spectacular defense and their, yeah. you know, love for clean sheets, which we've seen <laughs> one in the last year. Um <laughs> <laughs> maybe two at this rate. Yeah, I think, I think we maybe have two. We have two, yeah, right? Two, right? Yeah. yeah, Wolves, Wolves, yeah. and West Ham. Um, okay, two in the last year. That's <laughs> that's abysmal. And still not great. And, and Luton punished them for it. So hats off to Luton, man. Like they're out of oh, relegation yeah. zone now. Um, and they they got yeah. a game up on on the bottom three, so they could they could make a little bit of distance there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just kind of relooking at the stats, like. They outshot Brighton. Um, you know they're they lost on possession and 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 you know pass count and touches, but like you clearly kept Brighton um, not pinned back, but in con- you kind of controlled Brighton, right? Like sure they had the ball, whatever, but like you didn't allow them to do anything with it. Um, Look at the heat map. I mean, yeah, heat it's map all, is it's all in the it's all in steel zone. Exactly. So it's it's that that Luton at home, I think, is, is just catching a lot of teams by surprise. I think because of how different it is than all the other stadiums they play in. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it this game was a, a real surprise, but um, you know. I like Luton. <laughs> I do too, man. I hope they like, stay. I hope yeah. they do not get relegated. I want to keep seeing them play. I think teams are chalking them up like an easy win when they walk in there, mm-hmm. and then they have their backs against the wall, like just like how Brighton yeah. had them. What? How many minutes in? Three. Three minutes in, you're down 2-0. Like, not game over, but good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, two down, three minutes in. That's, that's a, just that's a shitty place to be, dude. Yeah, like like one goal down first minute, okay, you know, you have the whole game to come back, but letting two in so close, so early, I feel like that's just not only kills your your game plan, kills your your, you know, team mentality um and you know, Brighton wasn't able to bounce back. So chalk that up to Deserby, I don't know, but like if Liverpool was looking at him as a potential replacement, that and Brighton's lack of clean sheets and, and, and you know, some of their performances this season I think would make me question that appointment. <laughs> yeah, not not my type of coach, personally. Yeah. Uh, for Liverpool. I could yeah, see yeah, him yeah. 
being a lot of like just stay bright brighton's great man i think brighton's the right yeah. fit for him but he's got to figure some stuff out obviously mm-hmm. um yeah congrats that bio on that hat trick well done sir well done um, yeah he was everywhere <laughs> Fulham everton pretty pretty good snooze fest there i I don't know if I'm shocked no one scored, but I am. <laughs> I am shocked no one tried to like really take um, a stab at it in the end. I mean, it was pretty. How many shots on target for for Fulham here? Six, and Everton had four. So yeah, uh, no one was really trying to do much for most of that game. Um, I think I caught a glimpse of it near the end just to see what would happen, and I think both those teams are pretty content with the game finishing out how it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more shocked Everton was going that direction just because they're, you know, yeah. they're in the relegation zone. They could lose mo- more points here. Um, I don't know. It's kind of, kind of gloomy right now. in in, uh, the Evertonian world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Everton just like Fulham had a couple of like really good opportunities, but I mean, like you said, there's there's hardly any shots on target, so just just poor shooting from both sides. Um, did you see the Robinson handball situation? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so um, I forget who shoots it, but someone on Everton shoots. Uh, ball gets deflected, like up, and then. Um, looks like it's going to like go up and like fall right into the goal basically um but it ends up coming down bouncing off the crossbar and then on the way down from that hits Robinson's hands as he's like running back to try and defend it off the line um so it hits his hand which then does allow him to clear it off the line uh it gets VAR checked they they said it it wasn't a handball because uh he you know, didn't have time to move his hand out of the way. But I don't know. I mean, it allowed him to get there to clear the ball off the line. Was he slipping? Um, he was not slipping. <laughs> <laughs> this was firmly planted. Well, running, but, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, I don't know. I, I, I think Everton fans could maybe feel a little bit hard done by that one. Um it was kind of a weird, weird situation where, you know, that it does kind of catch Robinson by surprise, but at the same time that now kind of stopped the trajectory of the ball allows him to, you know, get around it and, and clear the ball off from the goal line, basically. Um, I think his arm is too stretched out in that, in that frame that we get mm -hmm. to say his arm was in a natural position. So, yeah. What, 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 what is? That's why I just wish every time a ball touched your hand, just calling a handball. That wouldn't that just make everything so simple? <laughs> yeah, but then you will get the times where it's like arms are against his body and, and yeah, it t- hits and touch your hand, handball. <laughs> like sucks to suck. Don't have hands. Get behind your back. Make sure it doesn't hit the ball. I know it's like a obviously devil's advocate here, and just yeah, it's just yeah. annoying, man. It's just so annoying when you get to touch the ball like this. Like, well, he didn't mean to. It's like, well, of course he didn't mean to. Yeah. But you still can't do it. Yeah, I think if 
if this ball comes down, hits off his his hands, and maybe even if someone else clears it, I think I would feel a little bit more okay. But because it hits his hands, and then he gets to clear it, like it feels like he almost like sets himself up for the clearance, and and not to say Everton would have even got a goal off of this. Like the ball was bouncing back into like the six yard box, but, um, I don't know. It, it, it was, it's one of those weird gray area ones that we've seen a handful of times this Mm -hmm. season. And, uh, you know how if, if, uh, attacking player touches the ball with their hand and then they score, it's not ruled a goal. mm -hmm. It'd be interesting if they made a rule where if you're a defender and you touch the ball with your hand, you can't be the next person to touch that ball. Yeah, that could be interesting. Um, and if you do, it's like an indirect or something. Yeah, and, and kind of evens that rule, right? Because like right now, it's very against attackers in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because you yeah. know, if they're gonna, if they're not gonna say that this is a PK, it's like okay, okay, it wasn't intentional, but it, then he tried to kick the ball away. It's like, well, that'd be fun to have an indirect kick six inches yeah. from from the goal. That'd be really <laughs> actually awesome. Um, but yeah, it feels too advantageous to to defenders because he gets to do things like like this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting point. Again, we don't see it a ton. Like, I mean, this is probably the first time we've not the first time, but this clearly where his arm is so yeah. stretched out and it looks very obvious, like it should be a handball. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um... Just, uh, I don't know. It, it, it was the like one interesting moment I took from that game, yeah. basically. <laughs> That's fair. That was about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could probably say the same about Palace and Sheffield. Um, back and forth early. Eze looking mm-hmm. really good. He just Oof, hit his, yeah, He was on it. He is 100th um, Premier League match. So he uh, was presented um, an award from his... Uh, his elementary school that he went to, all the kids came out there and gave him this cool little like, Premier League <laughs> trophy thing. So that was cool to see. So for him to grab a brace um, Dang, right yeah. after that, that's, that's pretty sick. Uh, and at least they're having a nice game too. So, I, you know, Palace deserved it, but that first 20 minutes was like back forth, back forth, and then just like nothing for so long. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad Palace got the win. I think Hodgson needed that to keep his job. I think if they lose to Sheffield Definitely. here, I don't know if he's around next week. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I mean Eze and Elise I think are just like the lifeblood of oh, that team they're basically. Easily the two best players there. They look great out there, especially when they're both on their game like this. Um <laughs> and, and I mean honestly I I have all three of their goals down for goal of the week. Yes. Yeah. They were all great. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> um, I like Mateta too, man. He runs like mm. a freaking horse, dude. He he has such long <laughs> and he just gallops down the field. It's really fun to watch him. He he, he looks out of control to me for mm-hmm. the most part when he is running, but I don't know. I think he's a good I think he's kind of a good uh number nine to have with those two guys. Knowing he doesn't need to be the guy, but mm-hmm. he, he can um you know, hold the ball up well or sprint down the field very quickly to go grab it. But yeah, as Annalisa, those those are the guys who, if I'm Palace and I know I'm not going to go anywhere, probably going to sell them in the near future. Um, yeah. 
it's a shame they have to. I wish they could build up a team around them because they're so good and Palace has been awful since forever. Yeah. Mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> not maybe not awful, but obviously they're in the Premier League and they've been around for quite a while now, right? Um yeah, like, definitely. Like never breaking top ten. No, they love twelfth place. I'm gonna say it. They, uh... How many years have they been in twelfth? <laughs> God, I feel like any time I look, they're in twelfth. It's. Uh, they, I mean, 12th? now no, they're I in fourteen. I think but... Fulham might have the that twelfth spot right now. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go. So, sorry, it's loading. <laughs> Who are you going through? Uh, transfer marked. This oh, is yeah, the first yeah. one that popped up. Yeah, I got um, okay, so yeah, they've been in Premier League since thirteen fourteen. So yeah, been in the the league ten years at this point. But I mean, look, the, these Hi, finishes: finish. they, <laughs> 11, 10, 15, 14, 11, 12, 14, 14, 12, 11, 14. So maybe fourteen is their number. They're right where they should be. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, dude! Wow. So I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd love to see them be able to start to like grow and build a team but to me this feels like your your ownership and and i guess maybe fans to a certain extent are just happy being reliably in the premier league right like yes yeah you don't you don't go through 10 years and have zero progress (laughs) wow for them to never break top 10, which I'm not surprised by. Like I, no, that's why, I, that's why I brought it up. That's why we looked it up because we just needed to know. Yeah. Huh. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd love Elise to, to come and uh, duke it out with Sokka, challenge each other. Mm. Don't think it'll happen, but um, he would be nice to have. Uh, Eze looks great, but he's a hard one for me. Because he's he has his moments where he looks incredible like this, and then other times where he just falls so flat. But that could just be down to Palace and their tactics and how they play sometimes. So yeah. hard to judge. Who they got next week? Oh, Brighton. Okay, Brighton Palace could. That might be a good game. It might be. It'd be an entertaining <laughs> game. We'll define good later. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got two more to check off here, Chad. Uh, City and Burnley. This is the rematch of the start of the year. I think we all knew where this was going. Yeah, Holland's back. The team is back. It's something we all got to deal with. Um, yeah. We talked a little bit about does City need a striker? Probably not at this rate like, I, don't so. I don't think they need one i think anyone yeah. can just kind of go in and as long as they have 11 uh players on the field with kdb good things will come mm-hmm. um my notable highlight of this game was nunez pinching foden in the ear not once but twice <laughs> after i think it was the rodri goal um very strange sequence of events oh no no, no. it was it was right after uh oh it was rodri's goal yeah if you can go back and look at that, um, maybe we'll do a sidebar and go look at it. Very strange, mm. weird vibes with that. <laughs> pinched him on his ear. He kind of looked at me, pinched him in. Foden was like, what are you doing? And then it was all smiles. It was like he never even did it. But Foden looked genuinely mad. And I was like, but and Nunez was like, what? Like, oh. why are you mad at me? Um, 
very odd. I don't know. Yeah, and, that's strange. And, and but they but remember, Chad, they always pick on Bernardo Silva and they do the same thing to him. So I'm like, true. Is Foden the new Silva? Is this the guy they now pick mm-hmm. on? Um, could be. And, and, and Silva didn't play, so yeah, it had to be someone. It had to be someone. So, so Foden, Foden was the chosen one. <laughs> Maybe that's why he he looks mad at first. He's like, it's not going to be me. <laughs> Can't yeah, be me. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, we had a little tussle in this game. Um, mm-hmm. Some players went at it. Uh, I don't remember exactly who it oh. was on Burnley. You saw that where they kind of pushed someone in the back and then. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I think it was Stones gets like not really pushed at the end of the play, but kind of clipped and goes down, and then. And the player man um, was like, "Hey, like that was." My bad. Like, yeah, and he it. it didn't look like anything malicious. And then, uh, you know, city defense comes to to I don't know, get in the the Burnley player's face, and then White Knight baby. Ederson, yeah, and then Ederson comes in with his like shoulder checking the dude's back, which gets a yellow card, but I think is maybe a borderline By the red, order. right? Yeah, like, no, I, that's yeah. what I was kind of thinking too. Um, and he didn't even see it. He didn't even know what what happened. No, yeah. He just came in and saw there was a, you know, argument and and then Jeez, shoulder man. check in the back. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I get like fighting for your team and all that, but at the same time, it was you had so, already won this game. It looks so accidental. It was just like, what? Yeah. Why did? What's happening like, here? Ederson was right there when the foul or whatever you want to call it happened and did nothing. Yeah. Until he he heard people arguing. Yeah. So like, oh, I'll do something about it. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, nothing really to take from this game. It's just yeah, it's city being city. Yeah. Um. All right, then Tottenham Brentford. Uh. Karma. Is karma. This is karma. Yeah. Right? Not <laughs> Tony. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. I, I just. I love to it. do. Oh yeah, that, that and that's Neil Mope's game, right? Is like he he doesn't score a ton. He's not the most you know threatening attacker anyway. But like he will shit house Dude. and just rile you up and and cause that issue. Give like, him one the, opportunity. Yeah, like like where like Emmy Martinez will do that in goal. Like that's Neil Mope up up front. And um, Karma, I think, is a fair way to sum it up. Like yeah. I think, although the whole like stealing celebration thing, I think is a little bit cringy anyway. Um, <laughs> especially when it's something as simple as like throwing a dart. I know. <laughs> but you know, I, I think it did kind of rile up Tottenham For a little sure, bit more and, and energize them and, and you know motivate and stuff. Um, I don't know. It, it's I wonder, Brentford probably could have done better, but you know. It's... I wonder why they chose Madison's celebration. Like what? what I don't you, know. Yeah, I want to know. Is there some history there? Um, the Twitter beef is fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, Miles saying I've never been on a team that's been relegated, and, yeah. and and Madison came back with the you know, get your own celebration. You don't score enough. And he's like, I score more than you, and I was like, damn, he does. So yeah, I mean, I, I think. I think for Malpe, he's just, you know, he probably realizes the the situation he's in of oh, yeah. being paid well to be a professional footballer, like dream job for a lot of people. So, like, you know, he doesn't really care. I don't think Madison really cares either. No, but Madison loves the shit house too. He does it all the time. Yeah, 
Yeah, so, you know, I, I think... Uh, I mean, Brentford had a few chances in this game to really put it away and didn't. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, that's where the karma kind of came back afterwards and really uh, put Brentford in its place. Dude, but I had this game off for like a minute and I walked away and came back and they scored two. And I was like, what, what happened? I was so mad. Yeah. Yeah. It was just what, like a eight minute period where, where Brentford just like let three goals in basically. Eight minutes. Um, yep. They look like city. That, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you see Pinnock's little back heel thing? Oh, that been oh, man, I wish that went in. <laughs> that would have been really nice. And it's crazy too because I missed I missed the initial uh, shot, and then I like was like, "Whoa! Like what just happened?" And I went, I was like, "Oh!" So I caught the late reaction of it. Um, but damn, I was close. That would have been that would be up there for goal of the year. Easy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I will say. Timo Werner, he looks more comfortable in the winger position, which I think is his more natural position than he ever did playing striker for Chelsea. So, at least Tottenham's using him correctly. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see when Sun comes back what they do with that front three. But yeah. Richarlison's found some form. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's like, of course, you want Sun there. Sun's. I mean, I yeah, looked at Sun's Sun stats in, in in the Asia Cup, and he's playing really well. He's scoring a lot. Yeah, um, and they're they're I think, advancing. I think Timo's just gonna have to play, you know, bench and and give Sun a rest here and there. Um, you know, I, I guess he could fill in for a Charleston if you need it, but that's not really his bread and butter. Um, I don't know if he ever plays on the right side. Um, but then again, they, they, I think are pretty solid with, uh, Kulisevsky on that side. So yeah, I don't know. The Warner signing was always a little bit strange and it felt just like sun cover through the, the Asian cup. It's a, but, depth, uh, it's a depth depth thing. I think they just want that, yeah. that extra backup. Yeah. But I mean, Hey, he's what got two assists or something now. So yeah. it's working out. Yep. More than Anthony. <laughs> you know who else has more assists than Anthony? Mm, in Premier League? In Premier League. On your team. On like on my fantasy team or on my my Liverpool. Uh is it Babyface? Babyface Connor Bradley? <laughs> yeah. yeah, hell yeah it is. Hell yeah, he's got more goals too. Yeah. It's Segway time, Chad. Alright, dude. We just found our our uh, right back, Trent uh, Trent yeah, replacement Andy Robertson combo. Um, I don't know where they come from. I don't know who's making these kids, but mm-hmm. we're sending them to Bolton, and then they come oh. back looking like gems. Yes, we've been sending um, our youth academy players there for for uh, you know as soon as we can, and they're doing yeah. a great job developing them. Um, Damn, so we yeah. we hope to keep that trend up. Like him a lot. Killer instinct. Great finish. Mm-hmm. Um, scored his first goal. S- scored his first goal before Joe Gomez, which is a crazy <laughs> stat. Like, poor Joe. But at the same time, like, <laughs> Joe doesn't need to score a lot. I like him on the right-hand side when Trent's not mm-hmm. there. Um, better than Joe. But Joe's been really good on the left. And, and he's not a left-footed yeah. player. So, I don't know. I like I like how we have this kind of rotation going now. 
and with Robertson and Trent coming back, our team is. And once we get Endo back from Asia Cup, gotta get gotta get Mo back to to full fitness. Yeah. That's that's obviously the kicker. But um, take away the PK miss from Nunez and how many times he hit the post, he looked really really good today. Yeah, he um, did. <laughs> it's it's like the best you could look without scoring. So pretty much. I mean. Numbers look good. He's just, it's not even like he's trying that hard. It looks, it looks natural. It's just, they're just not going in. It's just, (laughs) it's crazy, dude. It's crazy to think he could have had four goals today by, by a matter of centimeters. Um, So, you know, I hope he doesn't think too much about it. He shouldn't. This was a great win over Chelsea and we haven't gotten one in the last eight, seven games. So yeah. so to finally do it, fantastic. A couple of weird calls that happened. Um, the the Virgil challenge on Gallagher to kind of get that game started, which a lot of you know we're get, kind of getting a lot of heat on that one. Mm-hmm. At first glance, does it look like a PK? Yeah, it does. But once he starts slowing it down, I don't know. It it's just kind of that gray area of like. He's kind of losing the ball. He's kind of he, – he, he – even the commentator said, like, well, did Gallagher run into Virgil or did Virgil run into him? And it's like when you can't <laughs> when you can't know that yeah. just by looking at it, it's hard to say if it's a PK. And I don't want to say it was a, a 50-50 challenge because didn't, we didn't really challenge the ball. It was just mm. such a tight space, and they both were running in the same space, and they both hit each other. So – you know, every fan who isn't a fan of Liverpool is saying PK, but <laughs> and I understand it because that's what you should be doing. But at the same time, there are so many chances where Liverpool has been called for a PK or vice versa, and it's mm-hmm. just looked so obvious, and we haven't gotten it. So it's like, did the, did the soccer gods give us one today? Maybe. And Maybe, and, yeah. and do we deserve it? Kinda. Like <laughs> we've had so many VAR yeah. VAR uh, opportunities go against us, so. Let us have this one, and and in the end, it meant nothing. We dominated that game. Yeah, that's so, the thing I was gonna say. Like, just look at you know final game stats, and it looks like Chelsea wasn't even out there. They barely were, Chad. They barely were. <laughs> I mean, to to complain about whether it's a PK or not, okay, but like your team still only put up four shots. They did nothing. I was not worried. So. I was not worried one bit. Even if we went down one nil there, I knew that wasn't going to be much yeah. to worry about. Um, our finishing was superb. Superb. Uh, you let an eighteen-year-old kid walk all over you, and then we got like our main squad back too at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pretty good day for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it looked like. Uh... I feel like so often these, I mean, so often these games end in a draw, but it looks like when both teams are out there, they're both just like kind of stale and that's why it ends in a draw. But this did not look like that. This looked like Liverpool was like out there to play and to win um, and clearly did and, and did so, you know, easily, I guess I would say like it, it, so many of the, the moments that look good for Liverpool is like Chelsea's defense is just like a mess in the back or like all pushed over to one side. And then, yeah, Connor Bradley's way open, making this, this unchecked run somehow. And, you know, gets onto the ball and, and scores his goal. And, um, 
you know, like that's it's just not good enough for the Chelsea fans and the Chelsea team. Like, I don't want to rant about Chelsea again, but like, what are they doing? Where are they going? It doesn't make any sense at this point. Like, Pochettino on the hot seat for me. He's obviously not building the right way, but like, I don't know what you do now as as Chelsea. Like, you you signed everyone to eight year contracts. You you brought in the guy that's supposed to help build the team. You should be able to get some results and 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 at least put up a fight in in these bigger games. Like, is this Liverpool team better than Chelsea anyway? Yes. Should they always kind of win these games? Yes. But like, Bro, to they, put a they lay down. Yeah, to, to to not put up a fight. Like, it's just uh, I'm glad I'm not a Chelsea fan. This this, no, would, this this season would. I mean, maybe not even this season. I guess the past couple seasons would just be like so hard to to watch every week and come away and still feel like i i need to be invested in this team and and use my time to to watch them and follow them it's there's nothing to latch on to <laughs> i mean they got to be up there in in the most losses in the last calendar year right in premier league i would think so yeah I, it would not surprise me if they are Uh, this article was released as of de- December 27th, 2023 in the 2023 year, they led the premier league in losses with 19. So if we add, <laughs> if we add in, uh, let's see how many times have they lost in the last month Two. Yeah. They, they had a decent last month. They won some games, but, as, but as like, of, as of December, uh yeah, oh no they just they just beat Fulham so they're at 20 losses so yes they are they are still leading the Premier League in losses with 20 in the last calendar year see and that's just I know Chelsea as as a club and and maybe their stature in like world football was kind of inflated under Abramovich who would spend the money and and but also a point really good managers and have good recruitment. Um, and like the way he had to leave was kind of quick and rushed and, and not ideal, but um, there's gotta be some upside for fans. And I don't know what you're looking at now to, to get you excited to watch the next game. Like that's gotta suck to like, may, I, I might be checked out at this point if I was a Chelsea fan. At this point of the season? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, what are you playing for at this point? Yeah. Tenth. And I get, like, like Arsenal went through their, their rough years, but it was still, like, the thing that, that drags me through those hard times is, like, seeing kind of the vision and where this, the club is trying to go. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, you can still see the smaller improvements from game to game. And, like, I don't watch a lot of Chelsea, but... The times I do, I feel like more often than not, they look like this. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I don't know where they go from here, what they do, well, who you bring in. If you're a Chelsea fan, who who you who do you like the most? Obviously, it's got to be Cole Palmer, right? Probably. Um, you, you take him off the table. Who's like your next favorite Chelsea player? I would 
think maybe Gallagher, but then there's all the talk of him not wanting to sign a new deal, so he's probably gone in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, then, I don't know, maybe you... <laughs> maybe you, you you know you get some Enzo fans just because of like the promise that he brought, but you know he's had little flashes of of what he can do, but for the most part, he looks like a a wasted hundred twenty million or whatever they paid for him. <laughs> Reese is probably up there, but he's never on the pitch. So yeah. so what do you do with that? Uh, Caicedo was supposed to be this amazing you know defensive midfielder who's been not worth probably even a quarter of the price they paid for him. No. Um, Mudrick, same story. Uh, maybe Gusto. I like Gusto's game, but he's not playing yeah. enough. There's so many people in front of him who they paid big money for that they feel mm-hmm. obligated that they need to put yeah. on the pitch. Um, yeah, I'm happy I'm not a yeah. fan of them either, man. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It's uh like it, it's funny, you know, our, our little Instagram group has a lot of Chelsea fans and to see them kind of up in arms about today's game, it's like, yeah, you can, you can, you know, cry about VAR and everything. Like I get it. Every team has it. Every fans do it, but you can't tell me your team went out there and played well <laughs> enough to have come away with a win. For like, sure. Regardless of of if there was like multiple penalties awarded to you, like I I don't think that was ever gonna happen. <laughs> no, they could have typed that message before the game even started, and it wouldn't shock. For real, me. wouldn't shock me. Um, yeah, happy for Liverpool. Glad we got that one out of the way, and mm-hmm. now we get to look forward to the weekend, Chad. Yeah, back at it. Our. Uh... Third game within like two months or something against each other. Uh, yeah, just about. Right. I feel like we played in December. We played in January for the January. cup, and then yeah. So so we've had a couple, couple bouts in the last month here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting. You know, um, I think Arsenal's looking better, but then still having their shooting issues. Um, you know, Liverpool, I think is dealt with the solid absence about as best as you can. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm weirdly not worried about him not being yeah. able to play. Um but you want your best player in the big arguably oh, the, sure. like the second biggest game of the year for you. So yeah. I'm hoping uh I'm hoping our guys show up. I think so. I mean uh I, I think they do have, you know, the the Klopp's last dance kind of motivation, um, but then also they've just been playing well, and and you know, you play well, and you just like kind of keep building on that, and um, you know, Jota loves to score against Arsenal, and he's already looked good against the other teams he's been facing, so <laughs> I'm not won't be surprised if he gets a goal. Um, I mean, look, Connor Bradley could just be this completely Hello. hidden gem that just pops up and just destroys the league. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a fun game either way. Um, we just, we got to do something about city. <laughs> How much longer do we have? March 9th, March 9th. Okay. That'll be the one. And the last time we've lost in England, Chad was back at, back against Tottenham. 
So we're on a massive streak right now. Okay, yeah. Massive. Yeah. September. So it's a good stretch, certainly. Um, we'll see. I think it'll go, uh, it'll be like most of these games have gone in, in recent Arsenal Liverpool history, like kind of blows back and forth and it'll be the team that makes the mistake, right? That um, lets the other one through and yeah, we'll see. Uh, our last. <laughs> Our last four EPL games, uh, 1-1, 2-2, 3-2 Arsenal, 2-0 Liverpool. So, yeah, we're split. Yeah, I think it's, uh, they're fun games now. Like, there was that time before Arteta really came in that it was, I guess, basically just a 5-0 Liverpool win every game. (laughs) So, those are less fun and, um, you know, for the most part, Arsenal's like, defensive lapses are few and far between now so that's better <laughs> but um yeah I, I think it's it's always a fun watch it's it's fun to see how tactical Arteta tries to be and how just like almost direct that Klopp wants to be right into that tactic mm-hmm. um and you know sometimes it works right away and other times Klopp knows how to make those in-game changes to to kind of sway the the tide, and we'll see. We'll see if uh, Arsenal can put their shooting boots on and maybe get a goal or two. <laughs> Here's my takeaway, at least for what Liverpool needs to accomplish. Mm-hmm. In the last three games we've played, y'all, you've scored in minute one, minute <laughs> eight, and minute four. We yeah. cannot go down in the first <laughs> ten minutes of the game. That is, that's, <laughs> it, it's just crazy. Every time we play you guys, it's like, well... Time to climb uphill again and, yeah. and see what we can get out of this. And uh, <laughs> we've been fairly lucky. Um, I think mm-hmm. the, the game that y'all won 3-2, there was that, that weird PK call against Sokka, yeah. which, which, which we still is like burned into my memory. And now, of course, the Odegaard <laughs> handball slip thing is just another, yeah. another thing we, we can talk about. But um, I don't want to climb uphill in the first 10 minutes. The first 10 minutes, man, it's like, <laughs> come on. It's like, I just woke up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me time to, like, settle in. Yeah, and uh, please. You know, like, feel each other out first before yeah. anyone, like, throws a goal away. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's jump to goal team player. Um, then I'm going to read you off my, uh, my changes for my fantasy team here. Mm, yeah. Um. Goal of this week, it's, it's got to be my boy, babyface killer, Connor Bradley, just because of how <laughs> first goal of Premier League um, slotted it perfectly. I did not think mm-hmm. he was going to score that. I really didn't. Yeah. And uh, perfect slide for the celebration. Um, yes, took a nice, nice took a nice little bow. And uh, it's a good, good, good debut goal. But, again, a lot of awesome goals this week. Um, yeah. You know, and we're not even done with the week. We still got more games. Uh, so, but I just got to do that one. That was, I felt good. I felt good in my heart. Okay. Um, yeah, I was a little bit conflicted. I really like his goal. Um, and then part of me wanted to give him like player of the week, but then that felt like a little bit disrespectful for to Adebayo getting that Hattie. For sure. Are we just, so... are we, are we in agreement that Adebayo is going to get that? that I think player? so. Yeah. Um, I mean, he get, gets the Hattie against Brighton. Uh, that's that's big, you know, for him and, and Luton. Um, 
goal, yeah. I think the only one that really challenges it for me is probably Eze's first goal, just because yeah, it's one of those fun, like, foot way up in the air, weird flicking sort of thing. Um, but Bradley just played so well, he deserves some sort of shout-out here. So give I'm down to give love. him goal of the week. Give yeah. love. Um, and then, team, we got we to gotta go to Luton, too, right? Easy. Like, yeah. easy. easy. This is one of the easiest weeks to choose. <laughs> yeah. These, uh, um, these, these three three things. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know if it was this week just kind of culminated with a lot of great individual performances because I have like a pretty good list of, of players, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these games are pretty entertaining. Um, lots of goals scored, honestly, which yes, is a nice change. So. Um, yeah, I think the only other player I need to shout out is 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 Fabian Schar. Two mm-hmm. goals. Um, didn't have to do much defending, so. <laughs> but yeah, I think he still had like seven clearances or something. So, he's doing his work back there still. Um, yeah, you know, I think that was a pretty pretty easy best of the week for. That for was us. very straightforward. Um, yeah. Shout out to Alvarez too. He had he had a brace as well, but yeah, on his a, birthday apparently. I know. So, yeah, good for wow. him. Good for him. <laughs> That's the only nice thing we'll say about City today. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chad. Here's my changes I'm making. Let's hear it. Keeping Pickford. Smart. Taking out Trippier. I think also smart. Taking out Romero. Okay. Replacing them with teammates. You're going to do it to me, aren't you? Dan Burns and Pedro Porro, Chad. Had to be done. Okay. Had to be done. Um, fair. I'm keeping my mid. As is? Yeah, that's fair. My okay. mid. Kudus, uh, Polina, and... Um, Sokka. Sokka, thank you. New addition. Never had Sokka on my team before, by the way. This is the first really? time I've had him. Yep, I've I've always oh. had, I've always done weird things with Arsenal. Yeah, it was hard for me to kind of root for that midfield just because I <laughs> so I, yeah I I've jumped around I've from Ramsdale. Uh, oh yeah. To, to yeah. Odegaard. Um, I want to say I had I had a defender for them at one point, but I that's too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, taking out Watkins, and I am going to put in Tony. Oh, you're. A man after my own. <laughs> oh, but, oh, Chad, no, hang on. I gotta make. I gotta make another change. Then I, I actually, I, I messed oh, up. Oh, you do? Yeah, Pinnock is. I gotta take out Pinnock. Um, Oof! This is happening live, everyone. <laughs> yeah, this is this is good thing we're here, or else I would have had two two Brentford player on my team. Um, I think this is gonna be a pretty easy easy fix, though. I've been mm-hmm. I've been wanting to do uh, Semedo. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I don't have a wolf player and I, I, I really want to track wolves. Um, I might, I might go out, I might, I might go out on a limb here, Chad. Mm-hmm. I might do something that no one expects. Oh no. I'm going to do a quick glance, but I might do Juan Basaka. I don't have, playing? he's playing, <laughs> he's back. You just haven't <laughs> seen him because man, you hasn't played in forever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a quick a quick little fact check for defensive actions um, just to kind of see where he's at in terms of tackles. But he he was up there last time. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember we looked um, early on in the season. He was one of our uh, 
our surprise like big tackling kind of guys. Yeah, he was just out forever. So you know we haven't yeah. we haven't seen him. Um, he's only had twelve appearances, but let's see his his last match. He had two tackles, five interceptions, two blocks. Um, so I might take a gamble. I might I'm gonna sit on it just for a couple of minutes after the pod to think about it. Yeah. Um, but I do want Tony. I okay. don't trust Watkins anymore. Tony's has two goals in two games. I want to make yeah. a, a little bit of a shakeup. Um, but man, I forgot that that Pinnock and and Tony were on the same team here. Well, I mean, yeah, Tony hasn't played in eight months or whatever it was. So, yeah, yeah um, I think all pretty good changes. I'm excited to see what, what numbers Dan Byrne can put up. Um, good numbers today. Okay, okay. Good numbers yeah. today. And, and I think all um, smart, you know, changes, I guess. Um, you still got, what, a... Uh, 40-ish point lead right now, so you don't got to do... I'm at 40? Anything. Whew. Yeah, just just nice. above. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you're you're a decent lead right now, and I think it's you're probably playing it smart, not making anything, like, too drastic of a switch. Um, you know, you're not you're not pulling a, a forest striker in or something, like, trying mm. to really go crazy with it. I thought about Reina, but I was like, I don't know who I even like. I don't even know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Dan Byrne numbers for you for the day, Chad: six clearances, five tackles, four interceptions. So okay, I yeah. think I think that'll be a nice a nice addition to the team. Definitely. Um, Trippier he gets those assists. He had another one today, but yeah, I'm ready to kind of switch things up just a little bit. Um, it's fair. A lot of people have Trippier, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I want to make, I want to be just a little different, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully, hopefully, good things will come. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, no one else has jumped on your your Kudus pick, so I know, man. I don't think they know what's up yet. I get like we had a brief little snippet of him before he went away to Afcon, but I was surprised no one jumped on it. Honestly, yep, same. All right. Let's make those changes, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll go from there and put episode 59 in the books. Yes, sir. Good with you? Oh, yeah. All right, we'll see you this weekend. Um, go Liverpool. Big uh, Arsenal's going to take this one. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> and with that, the Hooligans pitch. We're out. Peace. Peace.